0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Worthless Knowledge Podcast. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Nat the Truth Jones. You know, we're the kind of guys that, you know, just will hop from hero to hero on the show. Um, I'll, I'll specifically plant. Uh, one of our personal heroes in a question so that we can then turn around and talk about it on the pod and had a question a couple weeks ago you'd probably think that I uh, remembered the question before we went live but I would have thought
1: in the 25 minutes that we were talking before we started recording yeah that maybe you might Or, or in the days leading up to that you might have just gone over the question once or even even the weeks. Right. Uh, even the weeks. But no. And and now just just coming to that
0: realization live as we're right. recording. Wow. OK, I found oh, it. So okay, good. So uh, born on August 31st, 12 A.D., this Roman emperor was murdered in 41 A.D. by the Praetorian Guard. And uh, once again, uh, the answer is one of Nat's personal heroes, Caligula. He did a lot in that 29 years. Oh, did he ever? He did have a couple good things, though, too. You know, we don't want to we're not here just to bash Caligula. No, it's not that kind of podcast. No, I think there's a lot of Caligula haters out there who would love nothing more than for you and I to come out here and just start ripping him to shreds.
1: Do you think there's anyone that's just going pacing around just
0: hating Caligula on a daily basis? Well, I think there's a lot more people walking around hating Caligula than loving him. Like, how amazing would it be if like there's still like a press agent for Caligula or like, you know, just somebody that uh, is just sort of hanging around and just they just all of this bad talk about Caligula, they just keep getting angry and angry because they think it's just not fair.
1: The whole argument with the founding fathers. Oh, everybody owned slaves back then. It's like, oh, everyone had blood orgies back then.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Geez. That was just I had couple, it was just what you did. Right. Right. Yeah. It said you got to judge him against his time. Uh, So Caligula was actually born with the name Gaius, and he was the son of Germanicus, a hero of Rome. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, He got the name Caligula. He got the nickname Caligula because as a little kid, he would dress up as a soldier and uh, the soldiers would tease him and call him Little Boots, which is what Caligula means.
1: Which is a completely reasonable, and safe thing to do, as long as the kid you're teasing doesn't somehow end up the supreme master of all life in the world. Right. And turn out to be- And a, have a bit of a vengeful street.
0: Psychotic sadist. Right. Um, so when he got older, he hated the nickname, but it, it certainly stuck. Tiberius uh, becomes emperor. Germanicus is like, is is his adopted son and- his uh, top general. So Germanicus is like this national hero, but Tiberius becomes emperor. The soldiers hate him. Nobody really likes Tiberius. And they threaten to mutiny unless they get more pay. And Germanicus um, is declared emperor. Like the soldiers love Germanicus. They hate Tiberius. Tough spot for Germanicus because Tiberius is his adoptive father and also his emperor. Tough spot. Mm Mm-hmm. So tight spot to be in, and you know when you find yourself in that kind of spot, you know what the best move is: attack Germany. Uh, so he attacks the Germans, and uh, according to one historian, the Romans and the Germans used to fight every year between March and October. It's like football season. Right, right, right. But well, yeah, well, it's all, it's really well. Boring. It's like baseball season. I wonder season. if there was like a spring training. I wonder if like the German army like, <laughs> you know, went down into Greece. And right. the Roman army like went down into Egypt and they each kind of worked each other out. They kind of loosened the arms up a little bit.
1: Maybe a couple smaller battles with some of their soldiers that weren't as good.
0: So, yeah. So they used to fight every year, but lately they had kind of just sort of let everything sort of stand as is. And Germanicus is like, well, we need to I need to start this battle so that Tiberius isn't mad because all my soldiers want me to take his job. Uh, he told his men he'd give them a raise and eternal glory.
1: Wow. Why even bother with the
0: raise? Right. Well, that's the thing. Like that's the thing that I feel like I, you know, I'm am a small business owner and a lot of times workers will come in and say, "Hey, you know, I'd like a little bit of a raise." And I feel like a trick I've never pulled out until I until now because now I thought about it. But you Thank will, you. Right. Thank you, Germanicus. I never said, "Well, I can't give you a raise, but I can give you eternal glory."
1: Let me ask you something. What's, mm-hmm. what's that worth to you in a negotiation? A yeah. Like if somebody said to you, you were negotiating for a job or something, say say you were going to do a quizzo mm. and let's say your going rate was $300 or something like that. And they were just like, we can't pay you the full rate, but we can offer you eternal glory. What kind of discount would that get? <laughs> I mean, you know, and they, they seem they seem really sincere about it.
0: Right. So, yeah, So let's say let's say, um, you know, let's just throw out there as a random number 300 bucks for an event. Somebody, you know, I send that out as my price and they get back to me and they say, well, we can't afford 300, but we can do 150 and eternal glory.
1: How would that sit with you?
0: Right. right. I feel like I'd probably try to meet in the middle. I'd say, how about we go with 225? 225, 225
1: and eternal glory. In eternal glory.
0: But then they might come back with 225 and like a century of glory. How would that sit with you? Well, that's the thing.
1: Would you give up $75 for a century of glory?
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like my...
1: Here's the thing. The, the soldiers that were promised eternal glory, like, let's be honest, they didn't get it. Nah, we're talking about them right now. Do you know a single name of a single one of these guys?
0: Well, no, but we're talking about the team. We're talking about the collective. And as a collective, I mean, look at us. I don't think they got it. Singing their praises. I mean, they smashed the Germans, by the way. Just absolutely demolished. Yeah, you don't know any of them, though. It's just a group like you don't know
1: who was in what company or what they did or anything like that. I don't think they got eternal glory. I think they were swindled. You know, you didn't get your eternal glory, but people were still talking about like the city of Philadelphia in 100 years. You'd be like, oh, I lived there.
0: Mm, Right. Well, I wouldn't say anything. I'm almost certainly going to be dead in 100 years. But, you know, my descendants, descendants, if I'm blessed with any, are going to be, you know, they're going to be the ones trying to carry my name and deeds into eternity <laughs> it's a tall order because really the only people that we even talk about 2000 years later are the emperors and all those people that got buried at pompeii right. like those are the only two groups so really my only hope at this point is to either become president or be buried under some sort of lava uh, some sort of um some sort of absolutely massive natural catastrophe. Would you rather be president
1: or buried under a volcano? Well, I, I'd rather be president. Hot take.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, you could
1: found a religion.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, um the Germans are crushed, Germanicus becomes even more popular than before, which kind of pisses off Tiberius. You know, the was guy he called, just can't, Was he
1: called Germanicus before he attack Germany? No,
0: no, He was like Augustus something. He, he like got the name Germanicus because okay, he just okay. constantly... Because I mean, that attack. would
1: be, that would just be nuts.
0: Right. It would be like if Lou Gehrig's disease was around before Lou Gehrig caught it. <laughs> right. What were the chances? <laughs> right. So Tiberius, not too pleased. I mean, which, you know, talk about, again, tough spot to be in. He's going to be even less pleased if you lose the battle. The poor guy can't win for losing. So Tiberius sends Germanicus far away to Syria, and while there, he dies under mysterious circumstances. Uh, It's believed that the governor of Syria murdered him because he was jealous because Germanicus came in and was more uh, had more power. Caligula was seven at the time, and he was devastated by his father's death. He loved his father. Um, Caligula, Caligula then went to live with his mother and three younger sisters. And he was known as a young, you know, as like an adolescent for his love of singing and dancing.
1: Oh, so like in a different time, this could have been a kid that was on Broadway.
0: Mm-hmm, right. Or TikTok. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no, Caligula could have been a huge TikTok star and really could have avoided a lot of the messiness that followed. Uh, had he simply taken his skills to TikTok? Um, Tiberius did not feel threatened by Caligula. He found him whimsical.
1: Famous last words. Yeah, right. Look at little boots over there. Look at little. So, so Dan, whimsical, harmless. Dan, he's, he's doing the what do they call it? The scissors. Right. What's Look at the him doing the Charleston over there. <laughs> Look at little boots doing the Charleston. That's so whimsical.
0: Oh my God! There's Lil- nothing boots.
1: in the world that this kid could possibly ever do to me
0: not <laughs> as boots. whimsical as he is i mean look at little little boots over there doing the whip and the nane Little, do you think like
1: they'd be having dinner parties and he'd just like him, little boots come on now come, little boots come on do the stanky leg
0: <laughs> yeah and he just got it he got he got angrier and angrier he just he gets up he's just leg. like
1: he's doing the stanky leg but just in his head he's just seething He's just like, I'm gonna have my revenge on you, you son of a bitch. I'm not as whimsical as you may think. Right.
0: There's this guy called Cianus who wanted to be <laughs> emperor. He knew that Caligula's family was a threat because Germanicus was so popular even in death. So in 29 AD, he brought up Caligula's mother, Agrippina, and his brother Nero on charges of treason and banished them from Rome. Nero. Now things are looking great from so. So and like Caligula had to go with his mom or and so everything's looking good for Sianus looks like he's next in line to take Tiberius's crown when Tiberius dies and Tiberius is pretty old. So he's get, so looking good for our, fellow, our guy Cianus. then kind of shockingly Tiberius announces that Caligula is going to come live with him on the island of Capri. Um, Tiberius lived there instead of Rome because he was paranoid somebody would kill him in Rome. So Caligula lives there with with Tiberius for six years and kind of lives in a horror show. Like Capri was not a particularly good place to be. It's not the paradise you're picturing. Especially if you're a senator and Tiberius didn't like you. He would bring senators. If you got the call, hey, the senator wants to see you on Capri, you said, oh, hell.
1: You need to set your affairs uh, in order.
0: That's right. Uh, yeah, you better get your will written. So, so he would go there. There would be these mock trials, and then they would throw these senators off of cliffs. If there's
1: one thing that you and I both enjoy, it's a good show trial.
0: <laughs> I mean, we really do love it from a distance. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, up close and personal, it's probably a rather horrifying affair. I wouldn't mind
1: but- watching it from like a, another cliff, like a distant cliff.
0: Oh, I wouldn't mind being in the room, but I just don't want to be dragged into the discussion.
1: I wouldn't mind being in the room and being one of the people who feigns outrage by like the trumped up charges. Just like, can't believe what this guy's being.
0: You right, know, like, right. Just... Because you want to show because you want to show the emperor how much you love him. Oh, absolutely. I, like I would, you're sitting I, in the back and the whole time you're like, oh, come on.
1: I would be supporting whoever was in power. A hundred percent.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is obviously on Capri is going to be Tiberius. But we always have both enjoyed a good show trial. Oh, absolutely. That's kind of how Caligula learns that power is, you know, is utilized is by throwing people off cliffs. So Tiberius dies of old age. There's some rumors that he was murdered, but he was like in his late 70s. It's whatever. So he names Caligula and his grandson Gemellus as co-heirs of the throne. The Senate, who hated Tiberius, didn't want to make Gemellus the emperor, you know, his grandson. So they made, they overwhelmingly voted to make Caligula emperor. first six months, complete triumph. Uh, Tiberius had been kind of an old, boring, lame guy. Caligula was in his 20s. He was fun. In fact, Suetonius said that over 160,000 animals were sacrificed during three months of public rejoicing to usher in the new reign.
1: Can you imagine how much rejoicing you would have to do to be
0: killing 50 to 55,000 animals a month? You know, and these are animals that at a time when people probably aren't getting a lot of protein, like these are perfectly good farm animals that could be going on your dinner table each night. But to show the emperor just how much you love them and how much you care, you're carrying those animals into the square and then killing them.
1: Yeah, simpler times.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, people don't rejoice like that anymore. And I think it's sad. That's a lot
1: of animals, like
0: 160,000. That's a lot. And, and it's funny that that's a direct correlation
1: to just how happy everyone was. Right.
0: Right. right yeah. People almost never kill animals now because they're so happy. So <laughs> they get lots of lots of new buildings are erected. There's parties in the streets. And uh, Caligula loved <laughs> chariot races. This <laughs> sounds, sounds dynamite. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, but, in fact, he participated in chariot races, which just made you love him even more. What I mean, a man you,
1: of the people this guy was.
0: Could you imagine if, like, all of a sudden there was a big chariot race in D.C. and Joe Biden was like, what the heck? I'm, like, he, people would <laughs> love it. You know it would be amazing? Uh, very similar. You know how, like, the Washington Nationals have the president's race, those giant yeah. masks? And then in Milwaukee, no. they have, like,
1: the sausages.
0: Right. But but in D.C., they've got the presidents. How awesome would it be if Joe Biden hopped into that race one day?
1: Like actual Joe Biden, like not with one of those costumes on, if he
0: just raised those guys. Joe Biden raced against those four presidents. How much would America love that? I would love it. I would. I think I think a lot of people would. I think a lot of uh, time these D.C. types get really uptight. and They don't understand that, you know, we the people just we just love to be entertained. I want to see
1: my 78 year old president. And more foot races.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, and look, I'll even I'll even say this. I, I, I would just as much enjoy seeing him race the sausages in Milwaukee as racing the presidents in D.C.
1: <laughs> I would Just you know what? There's not that many groups of people or things or animals or whatever that I wouldn't probably tune in if you told me, hey, Joe Biden's going to run like a quarter mile against these guys. I'd be like, all right, well, I mean, I saw him run against the sausages in Milwaukee just a week ago, and now you're telling me that he's going to be running against a a group of Girl Scouts from Indiana? Yeah, sure. I'll watch. Yeah. (laughs) What if if that just became, like, kind of the backbone of his presidency? (laughs) Who's he raising this month? (laughs) Where's it happening?
0: (laughs) Right. What
1: time's it on? But he
0: only races people dressed up as mascots.
1: Okay, all right. You yeah. got to be wearing some yeah, we sort of like novelty, novelty. Head yeah, I of mean, what kind. you're
0: ta- yeah, I mean, what you're talking about would be like if Caligula was like foot racing against chariots. Like you know, if it's in a chariot race, he's got to be in a chariot. I feel like if Joe Biden's going to be in a mascot race, even though he's not a mascot, everybody else needs to be a mascot. Okay. Those are so, those are
1: arbitrary but fair rules, <laughs> right?
0: So after six months, everybody's loving this guy. Everybody's having a blast. There's just dead animals all over the streets. Like, I mean, it's just fun, fun, fun until daddy took the T-bird away. And suddenly this guy has some sort of breakdown. And he goes in isolation for several months. People wonder if he's going to die. They're like camped outside. They're like sleeping outside the, you know, the, the royal palace, like waiting for news each morning. And early 38 AD, after three months uh, in isolation, good news. He, he's recovered. That is good news. Not as good as you might have thought. Now, at this point, Nat, you're sitting there. You're like, oh, my gosh, this guy sounds like the king of kings. Like, I can't get enough of him. What a hoot.
1: No, what a great story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. The guy. Yeah. Guy came up. His dad was a hero. He gets banished. He comes back. I mean, it's a real heartwarming. Like if we could end the tale now, I think we could send people home with a little bit of a skip in their step. Should we just stop right now? I think we probably should. And and just, you know, and just, you know, you guys have heard the inspirational true story of how Caligula not only rose to be emperor of Rome, but he took great care of the Roman people, built them new buildings, had big parties, suffered a a physical and mental setback, and then recovered. I mean, what a freaking guy. Matt, any closing thoughts? Inspiration to all
1: of us. Glad you shared it with me. And, you know, it's nice to end on a positive note for a change.
0: Well, I will give you one more story, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens. So, Gemellus, you may remember Gemellus. I do. Um, yeah, that was your boy. The Senate had decided while Caligula was ill that if he had died, Gemellus would take over as emperor, which seems pretty reasonable. That's what Tiberius, you know, probably would have wanted. Uh, Caligula did not appreciate that. Uh, so, as far as Gemellus was concerned, probably wished Caligula had died, because when Caligula doesn't die. Guess who does die? My boy. Your boy. You know, and I know that was a hard, I know that was a hard spot. And I hate to bring, yeah, I hate to start bringing things down here.
1: There's a lot of people that were put in tough spots in this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's about to be a few more. Uh, then, then Caligula's sister, Drusilla, Drusilla, dies. And he was so devastated. He basically calls off all the fun and game. No more killing animals. No, nope, nope. sorry, folks. Park's closed. Moose outside. Should have told you. Uh, so at this point, he's kind of losing his mind, uh, but he's still having a blast. So he's, you know, his feasts were legendary. They'd go out on these boats with bread made with pieces of gold, and they'd dissolve pearls in vinegar and drink them. Which I feel like at a certain level of wealth, I'd, I'd do the same. <laughs> Think. Is that, was that
1: the um, Roman equivalent of lighting an uh, expensive cigar with a $100 bill or something like that?
0: Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, 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 I think having drip is what the kids call it now.
1: <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it?
0: I think so. Caligula um, had drip. Yeah. Oh, Caligula had mad drip. I mean, yeah. that dude, I mean, you're dissolving pearls in, wine, in vinegar and then drinking them. I mean, that's, that's mad drip.
1: That is mad drip. You're right. Yes. Props to Caligula for that.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had this back and forth with the Senate and uh, they didn't like each other much. And and it, he would take all He would, you know, take a senator's wife in, during a feast, take her off into a back room, come back to the table, tell everybody at the table what he'd just done.
1: And just like kind of lean to the person next to her. Like, I just had sex with that guy's wife.
0: Right. Yeah. Like that was, you know, that th- this was some real high. That's stakes a real
1: flex, by the way.
0: Oh, big time flex, mad flex. The senator's still in the room. He's in the room. Okay, he can't do anything. That's the right, end. He has to like politely.
1: World. If you imagine if you were that guy, and you just had to kind of politely chuckle. Nah, Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> you went and just yeah. had just had sex with my wife in the other room. You old dog, you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, and you're just inside, you're just stewing, but you can't get killed. So you just keep on, all oh, you. Uh, are, you, uh, you doing it? are you
1: going back again?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing uh, with you. It's totally no, fine. Please.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Of course. I'm having a great so, time.
0: Great, great anecdote here. One time he invites three senators to his private theater. Now, as you might imagine, being invited to Caligula's private theater is, uh, not a particularly w- warm invite.: No, but
1: just in general, an invitation to a private theater. That's pretty nice. Maybe that's put on your good clothes. What are we What kind of show are we going to see?
0: So they sit down in the theater and prepare for their almost certain end. <laughs> Caligula hops up on stage, the curtain draws back. <laughs> puts, on, puts on a song and dance number, and disappears into the night.
1: A whimsical.
0: Song and dance
1: number, probably. Yes.
0: Yep. And he was delighted with the practical joke he had just played. These three guys came to the theater, thought they were about to be stabbed to (laughs) death. And instead, they got a song and dance
1: number. (laughs) He's like, hello, my baby. (laughs) He's like, he's got like a little top hat and a cane. He just like, and then he just disappears into the night. He's, you know, done like 12 minutes. And then, you know, they probably sat there for like an hour, two hours after waiting for like the guards to come in and stab them all
0: right or or for act two to begin you can't you know like they're like oh do we leave now like what if we leave and there's another song and dance number
1: right and we missed it and then he will have like legit reason to kill us
0: right of course i
1: think if you were if people were in constant fear that i was gonna have them murdered you could have some fun
0: with that oh my gosh you and i are two guys that let's be honest if there were lots of people out there in fear for their lives because of you and I, we would have so much fun with it. Like we would just be playing, we would be doing so many song and dance numbers in front of people people who were just absolutely certain that we were about to take them off the face of the earth.
1: I would just call people in the middle of the night, just demand that they come to my home at like three o'clock AM and come Mm. alone. Don't tell anyone you're coming come to the back door like park Uh, around back and then and then when they come the
0: liberty of cutting i've taken the liberty of cutting your phone line so don't try to call out and let people know where you're
1: headed no i'm watching you and you need to come to the back door and then when they got to the back door they're like just shaking terrified they know they're gonna die i just give them like a hearty handshake and i'm just like i just want to thank you for being my friend and then just then just go back into the house yeah and
0: then you're like do you like show tunes (laughs) and then yeah come on in you like Now there was the, there's a famous rumor that he made uh, his horse a senator, and I'm here to report that rumor is not true. It's not
1: true. I even no. knew that. No, I looked I it up.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, yeah, so apparently it was like him mocking the Senate, like it's the kind of thing that like Trump would have done, like. And obviously, when you're reading this, you see a lot of similarities with Trump. Uh, But one of them is he was essentially saying that his horse would have been a more effective senator than anybody in the Senate.
1: Which may or may Um, not have been true.
0: I don't know. So here's another thing that I feel like you and I would do if we were drunk with power. One time he lashed 200 ships together, built a bridge across the top of them, dressed in his finest jewels, put on the breastplate of his hero, Alexander the Great, and marched across the bridge this was to prove that he could turn water into land then he had thousands of torches lit along the water to show that he could turn night into day i feel like that's the kind of thing that you and i would just if we had that kind of power and that kind of money like we would just absolutely do that
1: and this guy's young too prime of prime of his life too this is like a young man in his 20s really still finding himself
0: um And he demanded that the Senate acknowledge him as a god.
1: Right, right. This is where it starts getting a little sticky.
0: And then he does, he pulls kind of a weird trick that's been debated through the years. He wanted to invade Britain, which at that point was the edge of the world. Right. And they marched to France, the whole army. He's at the head of the army. And really they're thinking this is gonna be like, he's just gonna be heaped with glory if he takes over Britain. And they he takes the trireme out to sea, turns it back around. The, the army thinks they're getting ready to follow him. Turns back around, tells them to collect seashells off the beach, and then marches them back to Rome. Right. In, in and, their helmets, I think. Yeah, right. And so there's been a lot of discussion over whether this was proof that he was out of his mind or whether the uh, the army... He had basically said, "No, we're not going across the water." So he embarrassed them by making them collect seashells. Uh, so there's a couple different rumors, but anyways, this is we're reaching a point now where the Senate hates him, and the Army's not too fond of him either. And if you're going to be emperor, you kind of need one of the you got to have one of those groups behind you, right? Yeah. Now the 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 tricky thing is that the the common man loved him still even though he had canceled all their horse behead. The economy was good. Taxes were low. New waterways built. But he just kept on torturing and murdering senators. And so the elites, so this is where we get back to Trump. The elites hated the guy. Uh, just could not stand this guy. He was tacky. He was like, you know, he, he was, uh, you know, like in chariot races himself. Oh, and he was also torturing and murdering them. And having sex with a bunch of people's wives. Right, right. So he was doing a lot of things that the common man just loved because they loved seeing the senators embarrassed and tortured and all that. But here's the thing. And and if you're going to piss off the Senate and you're going to piss off the army, the one thing you can't do is to piss off the Praetorian Guard because that's basically your bodyguards. And, you know, again, we come back to, to Trump. You remember he gave all those uh, all of his bodyguards covid. I do remember that. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like- That was his Christmas gift to them. Right, it was kind of like, man, this is really like, he's pissed off the Senate, he's pissed off half the country, now he's pissing off his bodyguards. That seems like a real bad move. But Caligula was a little bit more, was even worse about it. There was a, Kyria was his, the head Praetorian guard, and Caligula would tease him because he had a high, reedy voice. He'd be like, hey Kyria, how's it going?
1: <laughs> Kyria's getting so pissed. This is it's so weird that this is stuff that is known 2,000 years later. Right. <laughs> Someone mocking someone's voice somehow like made it into Wikipedia.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like like that's it, eternal glory like, right there. That is, that is. Shout out to our boy Kyria. Right. Because um, I feel like he doesn't get some of the glory he's owed and Caligula gets too much of it. So one day C- Caligula goes to like a morning festival. He murders a flamingo and um, he's heading Heads back. Ca-
1: casually.
0: Right. Well, that was part of the show. So he's heading back and I feel oh, like it was that. was part of
1: the show? I thought you meant it was just like walking down the path at this festival and just like grabbed a flamingo and wrung its neck.
0: <laughs> no, apparently this, this flamingo had like spit on him. What? And so they, yeah. They had arrested it. And then he murdered it in front of like, you know, in front of an audience. Um, which, I mean, that's the kind of thing that back then people probably just ate that stuff up. Uh, you know, you didn't have football season starting this weekend. You either, you know, if the, if, unless the Germanic annual Germanic wars going on, you know what the hell is there to be excited about? Well, I mean, seeing a flamingo stabbed is probably pretty exciting. So, <laughs> so Caligula's heading back, but it's a bad omen. I would never stab a flamingo. I'm never. I'm not going to say it, never. Well, okay, right, right. Yeah, no. I think there's. What if the flamingo bad, had, had spit on you? Attacking my family. If one was attacking my family, and I had a knife handy, then yes, I guess you're right. I should. What if say it that. had spit on you and it,
1: like it mildly embarrassed you? Uh and there was a knife like right there.
0: No, nah, I feel like no, nah, I think it's a bad omen. I think okay. I just have to I just have to eat it. I just All have right. to eat the humiliation to each his own. Yeah, so Kyria uh so Caligula's walking back to his apartment for his midday bath. And uh, um at the time, basically the senators would like part the crowds, but when they part the crowds they're basically holding everybody back except for Kyria. Kyria walks up to him and he's like, hey, Caligula, what's up, dude? And Caligula makes some snide remark and Kyria just stabs him right in the neck. And then the senators who have been in on the ploy, which is why they pulled the crowds back to give Kyria the open shot, they go after him, and stab him like 30 more times. And then he has like his own personal bodyguards, who I guess weren't Praetorian guards. They start stabbing at senators. So it's just So it's a stab fest at this point. Right. Yeah. It's like a it's like an 80s slasher film at this point.
1: You know, and when you're when you're standing there, wherever it may be, and then all of a sudden, unexpected like you're it's like a big crowd. And then all of a sudden, without warning, kind of the crowd just kind of parts. And all of a sudden, you're just kind of there by yourself and everyone's been removed. That's got to be kind of an ominous feeling.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, it's not just ominous. I mean, apparently, like, his personal bodyguards just started stabbing everybody. Uh, There's, like, people in the crowd. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> They're just...
1: I know I, I shouldn't be laughing about someone just haphazardly stabbing people.
0: Right, right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, uh, time plus tragedy equals comedy. And that's why we can laugh now. But if we took ourselves back into that fateful day, we would be doing anything but laugh. We probably wouldn't be laughing. No, we would just be just, I mean, probably just be terrified. Yeah, terrified and stunned. Like, I hate to say it, but I think I would probably just freeze up. Right. Like if there's just this huge stab fest going on with the Praetorian Guard, uh, personal bodyguards and senators, I would just be captivated. Right. You wouldn't I run it. You wouldn't try to be a hero. So the assassins kill Caligula's wife, they kill uh, their daughter. Um, they were unable to reach Claudius. So Claudius was found hiding behind a palace curtain and whisked away. And he would go on to become emperor. Good for him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, it's an important lesson, too. If, if something like that happens and you're next in line, you know, get your ass behind a curtain.
1: Behind a curtain. It's also a lesson to the other side. Like if you're trying to, like, wipe out the bloodline, look behind the curtains.
0: Right, check the curtains. I mean, I bet there was a couple guys that were just looking everywhere but just didn't think about the curtains.
1: Like his feet are like under, you can see him under the curtain, but they just didn't <laughs> it's like, it's like
0: the It's like a Pink Panther episode. Right. <laughs> like, right. like the Inspector Clouseau is looking everywhere except where the Pink Panther obviously is. Right. So there you have it, folks. Um, you know, I, I hate to, you know, because for so long, this seemed like such an uplifting and, and positive story, which I know everybody could use right now uh and you know it kind of descended into madness and ultimately a stab fest um you know i hope that doesn't bring the mood down no how could it no no i think come on i think when we're if we're being honest with ourselves a stab fest between the praetorian guard the personal bodyguards and the senate like if that happened now it would be so badass
1: it would be badass but it wouldn't be probably wouldn't be knives nowadays
0: well, like all of our senators in America are so old, like it really wouldn't be much of a fight. It would be a lot of like geriatric guys just kind of pushing each other and knock off. So there you have it, folks. A uh, heartwarming, inspiring story that wraps up with somebody getting stabbed right in the neck.
1: and a bunch of other people getting stabbed too.
0: <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed it. My name's Johnny Good Times.
1: I'm not the Truth Jones.
0: Take it light.
1: later. Later, microphone, check the Riggedy, brow, give me the gag soups, here I go, so Riggedy flame on Judge Ronamo, yo, I am the burn, rigidity rubber when I blabber. Great, I make it make the wonder the twins, the actor, fake, it's crazy. I'm riggedy breaking backs and bustin' lip.